Welcome to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. I'm Nick. I have to admit, I love cliches. I love conversational shortcuts that allow us to convey an idea in a very visually interesting way. Don't look that gift horse in the mouth. Don't judge a book by its cover. People who live in glass houses, etc., etc. On this episode, we talk about words and phrases we may want to consider taking out of our vocabulary. Enjoy. I thought that would be like a good, like, thing you could somehow list on the internet, like amongst your friends, of all the crap that you have that they might need someday. I have this kind of cord. I have these types of screws. I have this type of whatever. Because otherwise, like, you forget that you have it, first of all. Yeah. And then you go out and buy more if you don't know that a friend has it. I, I like that concept of community living. I actually heard of neighborhoods that do that. Like, there's one lawnmower per neighborhood. Oh, I love and, that. And they all share the same lawnmower. because it's, And it's the same thing with, like, your car. You ever hear of, like, car sharing? Yeah. Because the, we only actually use, like... 20% of the capacity of our cars. At Same thing with time. my brain. <laughs> exactly. I only use 20% of the capacity. Of Tougher it. to loan that out to a friend, though, I have to say. Oh, I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have. A lot of I people use it. the extra computing processing power. I wish that were possible, actually. It's like, you know, when you get solar panels and you yeah. can sell off the extra electricity. Yeah. I feel like I should have solar panels because I live in Florida. It's like I have to make the initial investment, right? But the sun yeah. is always the sun. And I've never been here where the sun didn't like rock my world so i feel like i should be a solar dude you should be a solar dude yeah you should too though we all should be solar dudes and oh i just said should though see we have to get rid of that word what should should it's the ultimate dissatisfaction word should you know what you should have done oh i have a friend who said i'm so tired of being should upon because the fact is that's what we're doing right it's like life isn't what should happen life is what actually happens and the faster we accept that the better we are if we sit in the shoulds yeah. I could see that because it is a it's a it's a regret word, right? I should yeah. have done this. I yeah. should have done this. And even that. even in advance, it's saying you should, meaning you should be regretting it if you don't. You know, it's it's setting it up, yourself up for for disappointment. Yeah, it's it's that expectation thing, which I'm a little torn on. Like, do you like having expectations? I like having deadlines. <laughs> Better than expectations. I'd rather yes. have an obligation in the future than just expect something in the future. Yeah. Okay. Because I'll get stuff done that way. <laughs> you will. You, you I will. will. You remind me of Patty when you talk like that. She's just so productive. Uh, and I think productivity is a little overrated. I think it's, I think, I think we can relax. I, a I think bit. we put too much pressure on ourselves. Yeah. And I think that the quarantine, the pandemic was one of those times where we put way too much. Like, we have this downtime. Let's yeah. read books. Let's make uh, bread. Let's get super into plants. Let's, you know, do all these things to better ourselves yeah. and finally work on that novel and do this, that, or the other. And it's like, and it's something that I have to like internalize, of course, like most of the advice that I give is advice that I need to internalize, but it's like any progress you make is good. Yeah. Even and, if it's just a half step. And any progress you don't make is okay. This is the thing. There were like two camps of people that I kept encountering out there in the wild during the pandemic. The super productive, look at me, self-actualizing during a pandemic. And the people who were just like, I can't move. I'm frozen. I'm, I'm paralyzed by this change. And both of them are okay. 
Yeah, they had to be because it's like I heard the term, you know, we're in the same storm, but we're in different boats. Yeah. In that storm. Oh, I like that. Right. And it explains it well. It says, look, maybe I'm feeling secure, but you're not. Uh, same experience, but not really. Because it's about how we process it. It's not, it's not what happens to us, right? It's like, yeah. It's like what we do with it. And it is totally fine. It's got to be fine. Let's be fine. Although I hate that word. Can I tell you? I reject that word. Okay. Should. Fine. I know. This is the, no, I like let's, it. Let's just list all the words Look, that we should I, be rejecting. We, we forget how powerful language is. Mm. We forget how powerful words can be. Dude. Because we want, like, we want to be able to say whatever we want to say, or we get into a habit of saying things. I agree completely. Uh, you, you're blowing my mind because... Uh, in about two weeks, I'm going to be delivering a keynote speech live to Florida Executive Women, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite groups to talk to because they're just rock star women in our community who gather together for camaraderie and sharing of ideas. And uh, and I'm going to be their first live speaker after the pandemic, first live as an in person. And the name of my talk is The Power of Words. Yeah. And it's literally me presenting to them 13 words that that have moved my life that I hope will move their life. And the whole premise of the thing is that everything starts with a thought and articulating those thoughts is the words, right? So, so it's really the beginning of stuff, right? Words. So I agree completely. Words are awesome. Yeah. I remember, um, like one of our episodes distinctly because it was, you know, we come in and we have these, uh, these ideas of what an episode is going to be. And then we go off on tangents as we always do, which is great. But I remember something about saying drinking the Kool-Aid, right? And you yeah. called me you called me in about that yeah, yeah. again, choosing the right word there. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to. I'm going to choose these phrases a little more wisely. I'm going to try a little bit harder with the phrases and the words that I use. Yeah. Well, I think it's become more important now than ever before because of the the racial sensitivities that mm-hmm. we're experiencing because of the gender sensitivities that we're experiencing because everybody is demanding their own individual space and their own individual recognition and so we're having to change our words and i have to tell you it's harder to change words than i expected it to be oh, to, yeah. to to really embrace it as you know i have real challenges remembering uh my friends who are non-binary to refer to them as them and they because my brain still sees what i perceive to be female or male bodies or you know personalities and i have to you know i have to fight that and go work it out and thankfully for the most part my friends i guess it's one of the reasons that my friends they forgive me uh, because we screw up, and that's what we need. We need to be guided back gently, mm-hmm. but guided back. And if we get too obnoxious, it's okay to give us a little whack every once in a while. I think, you know. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I also think there's a lot of there's a lot of shortcut phrases that we use, like drinking the Kool Aid, yeah, for example, yeah. uh, that it can be replaced. You know, one that isn't as triggering as that one. I think is like. Uh, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. I, like, it's <laughs> super violent. I get it. Like, you exactly. need to do, you can accomplish a bunch of things with one specific action. Yeah. And so it's just the shorthand for that. And it's like, yeah, but it's really weird. Like, first of all, what do you do with those birds? <laughs> and this is the thing. Is that how is that how they hunted birds back in the day? 
with I with mean, rocks? Yeah, no, that's my understanding. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. imagine with a sling or a slingshot. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just picturing just chucking a rock. Uh, yeah, I don't. That's a that's a good point. Okay, so you're super creative. Uh, come Thank up with you. The, yeah, it's a fact. <laughs> come up with the new phrase for accomplishing two things with one motion. Grab two flies with one frog tongue. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. That'll be the new standard, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> hey, gang, it's Bob. I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed that episode. Is that weird to say out loud? I found myself laughing at Nick's commentary and marveling at the range of stuff we can talk about in the span of seven minutes. Is it a bad thing to create something and love it out loud? I say no. I think my kids would agree. Of course, we can take it too far and emerge raging egotists and braggarts, but a little bit of love is a needed spark for the creative process and to keep it flowing. The greatest return Nick and I get in our investment in this podcast is a happy feeling that we're bringing something fresh and fun into the world. So I think it's okay to savor that a little bit. Thanks for listening, friends. We'll catch you next time.